With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Let, let me let, let me share with you some thoughts that I've been having today. I built a campfire a couple hours early, and I was thinking about what I was going to share with you today. In fact, I have a favorite restaurant that I went to, and I, I actually kind of begin to study you, and I, and I lay out uh, my own tablecloth on the, the table, and it happens to be an American flag just like this one back over here. And I put out my copy of the Declaration of Independence, and I've, and I've got my, my journal, and I, and I start writing things out. And it was interesting. Somebody came up to me and said, hey, uh, do you mind if I ask you why you put the flag down on, on, on the table? And I said, sure. And uh, this, this person said, um, so what's the deal? What am I missing? And I said, well, you know, we live in the greatest country in the world, the freest, most blessed and strong country in the world. And I want to study the documents upon which it was uh, founded and so that we can maintain these liberties and blessings. And they said, well, let me just say, you're nuts. You're, you're, you're out of your mind. What pills are you on? What drugs are you taking? And they were serious. And I was like, <laughs> really? So uh, listen, I said, hey, here's a great book for you to read. Um, and I mentioned the American Covenant. And um, it just struck me that a person who had come in to benefit from the restaurant and the environment that people were having so much fun in wanted to bag on a person who has the patriotism to want to honor and maintain the principles upon which this nation was founded that allowed the owner to create the business of the restaurant and create an environment for people to gather and have a good time and be able to benefit from the fruits of his labors wants to then mock the person who wants to honor those principles was just very ironic to me. And so I prayed for that person and thought of how important it is that we're doing what we're doing, that we're, we're humbling ourselves. We're praying before the God that we have offended by our neglect of prayer, our neglect of gratitude. And we're going back to the principles in God's word that built this nation. This is so important and it is working. This, this, Hunger for, for righteousness and truth is spreading. And as I travel the country, I see that. And, and that's ultimately what I want to do. I believe that we're in a battle. We're in a battle between good and evil, a battle between freedom and tyranny. Do you? I think our eyes are being opened. And what I'm seeing is the need for people who love God and love this country and have courage to stand up and to speak up. And I'm seeing more and more people like that. I want to be somebody that God uses who is willing to say, we don't stop in the middle of the battle. We're committed to good. We're committed to God. I'm committed to my family and I'm committed to fighting for and preserving the principles that have given us this beautiful republic that we live in that allow us to do what we're doing right now. We don't give up in the middle of the battle. What I want to do, I want to refresh 
and highlight the things that we've already been talking about for a hundred days. And I want to bring back to your memory and reinforce the most important things that we've been talking about at the American Campfire Revival. I got something really important that I've been doing during my downtime, and that is I've created something that's going to empower you to be a force multiplier of what we've been doing here in my backyard. I've, I've been convicted about something, and, and that is that I don't want me to be uh, the only platform that's communicating these principles that lead to blessing and protection and freedom for our, our families and our nation. Because I believe that at some point, I need to become irrelevant. I need to no longer be the source of all of the American Campfire Revival coming to you. I need you to pick up the baton and you to be someone that is shining as a light of revival to your friends and your family. And so I've created essentially a small group study curriculum that condenses everything we've been talking about for the last 100 days. And I've put it into 10 lessons so that I can give it to you so that you can give it to those who are close in your circle of influence. And I want to encourage you over the next 100 days. I want to inspire you, put gas in your tank and wind in your sails so that you can begin to give to others what I've been trying to give to you. That's how revival spreads. I want to decentralize the American Campfire Revival and I want to spread it out. That's kind of like the concept of our country. We don't want centralized power and leadership in the national government. The Constitution decentralizes it and gives power to each of the states. And the states gives power to the counties and to the people. So I want to ask if you would consider doing this. It's not quite ready yet, but when I get it ready, I want to give to you the tools that you need to hold an American Campfire Revival meeting in your house. It could be in your backyard around a campfire like I do, or in your living room where you gather friends and family around, light some candles, have a a fire in your fireplace. The location of those fires aren't what's important. The most important fire is the fire in your heart the fire of revival. Because what we need is to get back to this original covenant and we need more people's hearts and minds to be changed. We don't need angry patriots rising up in riots and rebellions. And we're seeing that in other countries. What we need is the true solution which begins in the heart. This is the foundation upon which the nation was built and we've got to get back to that. And I want to teach you how to teach others those principles. That's what I've been working on so hard for the last several months is how to make you the teacher, you the provider, you the multiplier of all of these principles. And you think, oh, oh I can never do that. I, I'm not a good teacher. You don't have to do the teaching. The vi- Here's what you do. You invite people over to your house and, and you, you make some food or, and you have some drinks or whatever it is and you make them comfortable. And you say, hey, I, I, I want to share some great stuff with you and have a conversation and find out your opinion. And then you put in the video and I teach for 15 minutes. And then you lead the conversation with 10 discussion questions. It's super simple. 
and the, there's a workbook for everybody. There's a leader's guide, uh, is free and you can just facilitate the conversation. That's what I'm working on. Looking forward to sharing more about that as soon as it's ready. My attitude right now is, um, for those who say I'm nuts and I'm crazy for spreading out a flag and studying the constitution, it's too big of a commitment. Why would you do something like this? I say, listen, get behind me, Satan. That's what, uh, Jesus said to Peter when he was saying things that were not lining up with God's plan. I believe that God's plan is for you and I as the family of faith to persevere and not turn back in the middle of the battle. We will continue on. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. And whether five people join us or five million people join us for the American Campfire Revival, I'm committed. And I'm asking you to be committed too, because I believe that God honors faithfulness and commitment. I believe that God is going to equip those he calls. Sometimes we think that God only calls the talented, uh, those who have special skills and abilities. No, I think he gives you the ability and the resources and the relationships that you need when you answer his call to being faithful. And you say, God, I just want to be obedient to you. I want to do what you want me to do. I'm going to take a step forward. That's what I'm doing right now. And he will equip us. You're part of how he's equipped me. I read your prayers. I'm reading your comments. I spent a couple hours doing that today. You're inspiring me. I've been so encouraged as I've traveled the country and in airports and at events that I've been speaking at and in restaurants, I hear people saying, People are, are, are starting to stand up and speak up. They're saying, thank you for, for, for the American Campfire Revival because it's helping me to hold on and keep my faith, remembering that God is in control. What I sense is a hunger and thirst for righteousness. People are seeing the evil, the darkness, and the corruption. I'm getting videos texted to me every day. Are you? Are you seeing the corruption that's going on through big tech? through big pharma, through the news, through the government. You see these things that give us great pause, things that don't add up. And people are hungering and thirsting for men and women to stand up 
for what's right and what's good. I believe that that is, that is excellent. And if God needs to use this, this trial and this crisis to wake up the family of faith to hunger and thirst for righteousness, that's a good thing. I am so encouraged by you. And, and you're putting wind in my sails. My son asked me the other day, he's 18 years old, Dad, all this stuff is going on and I, and I see so much freedom being taken away and I see so much opportunity uh, being stripped away from me as a young person. Why did I have to be born now? Why couldn't I have been born back when, when you were born and, and everything so, seemed so much easier? I said, son, listen to me. It's no accident that you were born when you were born. God has raised you up for such a time as this. And he's raised you and me up for this time in history. He's put us on the world stage for this time to play an important role. And that encourages me. It's no mistake that you and I were born when we are and that you're watching this when you're watching this. And it gave me an opportunity to remind my son that he was fearfully and wonderfully made. And God appoints the place that you're born, the family that you're in, and the circumstances that, that, that are around you. And he uses all things and works them together for good for those who love him. So there's, there's what it all hinges on. Have you come to the place where you said, Lord, I love you. Forgive me of my sin. Change my heart. I, I'm, I'm wicked and depraved. My morality is bankrupt. I need a heart transplant and an overhaul of my character. Give me faith. And call me according to your purpose. Then I can have faith that all things will work together for my good. Love this time that we are in. I was watching the movie The Patriot on an airplane the other day. Have you seen The Patriot with Mel Gibson? If you have not seen it, must see, especially right now. Here's a guy who had seven children. He didn't want to go to war in this war of independence because he wanted to stay home and protect his children. He didn't want to be killed in the war, and yet he realized that the war was coming to him, and his own son joined the army in order to fight for freedom. He had talked about it, but he didn't want to walk out what he had been talking because he loved his family, and then he realized he had to put feet to his faith if he truly loved his family. And then after his son and his other son died in the war, he said, my job is over. And the army went on without him. And then there's that beautiful scene where they see him coming on his horse with the flag, with those, those 13 colonies. And they rejoiced that he was back in the battle. He didn't give up in the middle of the fight. And then there was that beautiful battle scene where, where, where the, the American patriots are retreating because they're being beaten in the war by the British. And, and, and the patriot picks up the flag and he runs in the opposite direction. He says, no. Don't retreat, advance, advance. And he starts running against the flow of his own people and they, they're inspired by him and they turn back and they win the war against all odds. They had faith and their cause was just and the God of providence fought on their behalf. I want to be like that. I want to be like the patriot. You and I were born for such a time as this. Let me remind you and refresh in your memory The fact that we are in the place we are in because we have forgotten the God that has so blessed us. So let's just humble ourselves one more time.
And let's pray to the God of heaven and ask him to write our hearts and direct our path. Dear God, we are in this place as a nation because we have neglected to gather and pray. And so we ask in a, in a position of humility, Father, for you to further humble us, whatever means necessary, get our attention. Remind us that it is you who have prospered us and blessed us. Remind us that it is only by depending on you that we can live and be free. And you've created us to be a blessing to others, not to live to, for ourselves. Raise up men of character. Put them in positions of leadership. Defend our country, dear God, from moral decay and spiritual decline and political corruption. Oh God, we ask you to save us and direct us and give us wisdom and give us courage to act on that wisdom. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we've been going a long time tonight. I just looked at the clock and, and it's been an awful long time. God bless you. Thank you for joining me again. I'm gonna be with you. Thank you for being with me. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.